People told me I couldn't do a lot of things. Well, I feel like I'm the chosen one. Look at this. We created this. This didn't exist before we were here. All we are is proud and passionate. I love Toronto. I love this team. And we're going to the, the NBA Nothing matters but winning. You're going to the NBA Finals for the first time in your career. Welcome back to episode 18 of Rapsville Weekly. This is our third origin story episode. I'm your co-host, Gabriel Cellio, along with Adam Casucci. And today we're going to be talking about Terrence Davis Jr., his origin story. We've done Matt Thomas, we've done Norman Powell, we're continuing on with the guards and we're jumping to TD. So Terrence Davis Jr. was born on May 16th, 1997 in South Haven, Mississippi. Davis is the son of Trinita Smith and Terrence Davis Sr., He began playing basketball at the age of six and attended South Haven High School. At South Haven, he became a star football player in the wide receiver position. Davis earned 20 scholarship offers from major universities for footballs because of this, but opted to pursue basketball in college instead. Davis went to Old Miss and barely played, averaging 1.9 points and 6.9 minutes per game as a freshman. His coach, Andy Kennedy, gave him strong advice going into his sophomore year to become a ball getter, and this resulted in him improving drastically. He became one of the most improved players in all of college basketball and scored 30 points on six or seven three-pointers in an NIT National Invitation Tournament win over Syracuse. Davis then averaged 14.9 points and 5.3 rebounds per game as a sophomore. In his junior season, Davis led the team in scoring with 13.8 points per game while contributing 6.2 rebounds and 2.1 assists per game. Ole Miss got a new coach the next season, and Davis proceeded to average 15.2 points, 5.8 rebounds, and 3.5 assists per game while shooting his best three-point percentage and free throw percentage of his career at 37.1% and 77.2% respectively. Davis also had the honor of being named the SEC Player of the Week after scoring 27 points and pulling down 12 rebounds in a win over Auburn University on January 9th, 2019. Davis was then named to the second team All-Sec. TD was able to lead Ole Miss to their first NCAA tournament in his career. After the season, Davis participated in the Portsmouth Invitational Tournament and was named to the All-Tournament team. After his sophomore season ended, he left school and continued his studies online because he knew he had a child on the way. This was back in March. He moved to Vegas to train at, at Impact which has basketball training academies and programs highly regarded by scouts and teams all over the world. Hmm. Davis wanted to work extremely hard to develop his game in order to make it into the league and provide for his child on the way, giving his son a better life than the the other one he had. He felt like he was in a really tough position as it approached June, and he thought uh, his back was against the wall. He, He would sadly be correct, as he did go undrafted that year, and, and things looked down for Davis. However, he used his newborn son as a support system to stay positive and not feel so depressed about being undrafted. Davis stated that his son's presence made the night a lot better, and he specifically remembers telling his son that everything was going to be all right. 
they were going to to get through it and he was going to have a much better life than Terence ever could have during this time all the uncertainty of raising a child and giving him a good future was causing davis to stress out a lot and he started to think of the worst case scenarios he did however keep his faith in god and and thanks him to this day for continuing to be blessed he decided to join the denver nuggets for the 2019 nba summer league pushing his basketball dream into reality then on july 11th 2019 davis signed a two year deal with the raptors with a full guarantee in year 1 davis made his nba debut on october 22nd 2019 coming off the bench in a 130 to 122 overtime win over the New Orleans Pelicans which was which was the first official game of the season. He had 5 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists and 2 steals. One of his better performances came on November 20th where Davis put up impressive numbers in a 113-97 win over the Orlando Magic scoring 19 points and grabbing 8 rebounds. Then on January 8th Davis made his career his first career start scoring 23 points to go along with 11 rebounds and 5 assists leading the Raptors to a 112-110 overtime win against the Charlotte Hornets. Um I remember uh Terry Rozier from the the Hornets was talking a bit of trash to Davis and Davis responded late in the game which helped us win. Finally on February 2nd 2020 David scored a career high 31 points against the Chicago Bulls. The, this kid has real potential and I like what we have we have seen from him so far in his first season with us. He is not afraid to shoot big shots, especially three balls. He is quick and athletic, can drive to the basket and can play some tough defense. He is a 200 pounds 6 foot 4 guard with tons of potential for sure. He definitely has one of the highlight dunks this season for the Raptors in my opinion against the Golden State Warriors. He blew by Marquise Chris and took off, soaring through the air and slamming it home on two defenders contesting him. So yeah, this season, I mean, in the scrimmage games, I felt Davis uh, did play well. I mean, um, he was he was shooting the ball uh, well, but I guess since the time off, uh, the players had a lot of time off, so they were they weren't maybe practicing, and I felt that maybe got to him. Um, but in the two games that we that the Raptors have played so far uh Terence hasn't been getting a lot of play time and i think it's cuz nurse is trying to cut down the rotation trying to get the starters more minutes um get back up to par um but we haven't seen too much of him uh, when he has come on he has been turning it over a lot in the first two games and uh i think that's that's another reason why he hasn't seen so much time yeah in the scrimmages so far the first two games Houston and Portland He did play decent. He scored um, 13 points, I believe, one game. The other game it might have been like 14 or 12. Uh, so decent numbers for his role on the team. And he played his part, but that was about 19 minutes of play each game. And then on against the Suns, he did not play nearly as well. He played 17 minutes, and I believe only had like four points, so or six points, something like that, in the lower end. And definitely didn't do much, even on the Lakers. Less minutes for sure, but less performance out of him. Uh, this is being recorded as of. Uh, August 3rd we just watched the Miami Heat game so two games we played so far in the regular season Terrence Davis hasn't done too much couple like Adam said a couple of turnovers um not the best play from him and obviously this is his first real season in the league and it's definitely an interesting one to be thrown into as we have, the whole league has been forced you know play in this new environment with no fans like in, in this random bubble and just focusing on the game definitely interesting and for a rookie 
it's definitely challenging to try, you know, going back to that regular, uh, you know, season that they first adapted to at the beginning of the year. So I, I can give him, uh, you know, I can give him a little bit of um, leeway here because we know that he can't be fully adjusted yet, but we definitely want to see more out of him. Like Adam said, he's got tons of potential. I think that he is, you know, very fast and athletic and he knows how to take some good um, drives to the basket. And as long as his IQ stays up, I think he can be a really good um, young player for this team moving forward. He has to continue what he has done in the first uh, 60-whatever games cause, because I feel like if he continues that, he can for sure be playing big minutes in the playoffs. I feel if Kyle or, uh, Kyle or Fred um, are in high foul, foul trouble or aren't playing well or an injury occurs or something like that, he will have to step in and, and do his part. Uh, Gabe, I also wanted to ask you, what do you think of Nurse's um, kind of coaching style with with Terrence and Boucher? I've noticed, and all the, and more of the, the young guys like uh, Matt Thomas, Chris Boucher, Matt. Terrence Davis, uh, O'Shea Brissett. Um, when they come in and they have a bit of a, a rough start, do you think it is good to kind of keep them, not give them another chance, and kind of and kind of just not? Uh, <laughs> not yeah, not give them I know, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Nurse is very, you know, critical of earning your spot on the lineup. And if he gives, you know, Terrence Davis four minutes to play and it results in two turnovers, no points, and he doesn't feel like he's making an impact, he's quick to take him out and, you know, didn't put him back in the rest of the game. So, um, you know, this it's definitely a harsh coaching style, but I guess it's one that he wants his players to really fight and want their spots back. It is good sometimes you don't have to be given – more minutes, more of a chance to see. But at the same time, I think Nurse is requiring something special from this team. He wants to get back to the NBA Finals, and he knows that we've played good so far. Bet the Lakers, bet the Heat, two big matchups so far. If we keep up our play, you know, our goal is to make the Finals once again and hopefully win another championship. So Nick Nurse has something, you know, in mind. He has a goal to reach, and he's, he wants his players. He needs to draw the best out of his players to get there. So if it's saying you know what, you only played four minutes and I didn't like what you played in those four minutes, you're going to have to sit and you better do good the next game or you're going to get another four minutes. Hopefully that sparks something in Terrence Davis to, you know, work on his shot after the game, improve and, you know, think about what he did wrong in order to better himself for the next game. So maybe that's going to help him moving forward. And I guess that's all we got to hope from him. And I wanted to say one more thing before was, I, that's another reason I guess maybe Terrence Davis didn't have too many minutes. Also was the past two games, first two regular season games, they've been a big uh Big, huge performances from one of our guards in each night. So Kyle Lowry in the first night. Obviously, Fred Van Vliet this game against the Heat. Yeah. So obviously, that could be a little bit of why there was a lack of minutes for, for Davis because there was a good night for the guards each game. Yeah, for sure. Bringing it back to Nurse, I feel like uh, with him, he'll play uh, Fred and Kyle as long as he has to if they're playing well. Um, and he's done that in the past, playing them both uh, sometimes even 40 minutes apiece. Uh, um, every mm-hmm. night, so he's not. Uh, he's very strict on the minutes, and uh, and that's the way I think just nurse coaches in general. Um, another question with Terrence Davis and his play style: uh, What plays uh, do you think Nurse will, will kind of cook up for him when he's on the floor, whether it be in a pick and roll or kind of an isolation play, or even just ball movement? Just a lot of ball movement with him on the floor. What do you see him put uh, like putting Terrence Davis in that role? Yeah, uh, Terrence Davis is definitely because he's a young guard. Um, I think, especially with our team, that we want to contend and we have something, you know, a goal set in mind. We're not just a team that wants to just put our faith in young rookies. 
I know the Heat do that a little bit, but you know they're playing well. Tyler Hero has been playing amazing. Bam, they're all they're good players and they're young. But I think where we're at right now, we have a lot of veterans, you know, leading the charge. We have Kyle Lowry, Serge Ibaka, Mark, some veterans, high IQ players that you know have an offense in in mind that they want to do pick and rolls and screens. So because Davis is obviously a young player thrown into that offense, I think he has to play more of an off ball and kind of just be a part of the flow of the offense, whether that be some Lowry or Van Vliet's kicking out to him to shoot a three ball or maybe a driving kick. And if you obviously like, obviously he can call for screens and do a little bit of his own action. But I feel like with our team right now and uh, the way we're set up and like what we want to achieve, I think we already have an offense and he's a young player coming in. I think he just has to adapt to it and do what the team needs from him, whether mm-hmm. that be an off ball player. Obviously I do like seeing him sometimes with the ball in his hands, creating plays, sometimes off screens and stuff. You could see that he's very quick and athletic, so he can get some blow bys and some highlight plays. But I feel so far he's played more of an off-ball role for us because we usually like the ball in Lowry or Van Vliet's hands because they do tend to create good uh, offensive plays. So I feel like that's what we're going to see moving forward most likely. I'd like to see a little bit of, you know, what can TD do alone, ball in his hands? Can he create a play? Can he, um, you know, make a, a nice play or a highlight play? It depends. So it, it really depends on what the offense is going with at the time. But I feel like moving forward, we're just going to see more of a Lowry Van Vliet offense and he's going to be off-ball. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if they would all be on at the same time, obviously, with the three yeah, guards. Yeah, I'm saying, you know, Lowry, and then we could have Davis at the two guard, or Van Vliet and Davis at the two guard, or it depends where we're running. Yeah. No. Or even Davis and Norm, but there's definitely more of a ball-dominant player when he's on, and it's not usually him. So he could be with Norm, who's more ball-dominant, He would, and Norm usually likes to lead the bench with the ball in his hands, making iso plays, and if he wants to, kickouts. And obviously, Van Vliet and Freddie, they also like the ball in their hands, so I think that, like, the, whenever Davis is on, he tends to be with someone that's more ball dominant, and he plays that off ball role. Yeah, and uh, also with with Davis, I mean, having having his kid at such a like obviously a young age. Yeah. Um, he's also probably going through a lot in his personal life. Um, taking care of obviously the kid now in the bubble, he uh kind of has some space there to himself. Um, with his family back home. Uh, but he's probably going through a lot, um, especially thinking that he wants to be with his son, right? As well as everyone, even Kyle, all the players yeah. on the team who have kids. But mm-hmm. uh, he's he's all he's very young, and to have a kid at that age, um, it must be very difficult sometimes. But I think he's done a great job to even as a father, just uh, to, to manage that. Yeah, I think uh, you know having a child that young is always challenging, and I know in the open gym um, video that I've seen from him. He was talking about how, like, when he would go to his, when he go to the games and stuff, and he gets on the bench. Sometimes he likes to look over, over the bench and see his, um, I believe, wife or you know, the mother of his child. I'm not sure uh, if it's his wife or not. And mm-hmm. their and their kid. He likes to look back and just see them and smile and like just see what they're doing. And it just has a little bit of, you know, happiness to calm him down and get himself refocused and like wanting. It's like his motivation. I think his driving force is his new son, and I think that that's good for him. He has something to you know, keep him balanced, keep him leveled and keep him wanting to chase something. His goal is to chase a better life for his son. And he's going to do that by becoming a better basketball player and earning his spot on teams and getting the money he deserves to help his family financially. So I think that it's good that he has a driving force, but obviously having a kid this young is very, very hard. Um, Obviously, I believe he had that child. He would have been 22 at the time, I think, or, or maybe the baby came after when he was 23, but still very young age. So, it's definitely was challenging for him. He had to leave school to focus on, you know, becoming a basketball player and also having his, his son born. So definitely a, a unique origin story for this individual. 
And I think it, once again, just adds a, different, a little bit of character to our team. Everyone has something that drives them. We, we talked about Matt Thomas, yep. his father being gone and him working towards having a good family life yep. and learning from his decisions and learning from adversity. Um, and then now we got TD here who has a different perspective. His adversity was having a child very young uh, and becoming a father and trying to balance a family life with basketball. starting a career, not even carrying a career, but starting a career and becoming a basketball player, making it to the league. So I think it's just another unique story for us. Yeah, for sure. And moving forward with Terrence Davis, um, I feel it's also difficult for him, not just only with the minute situation, but in the future, like with if Kyle does retire in in maybe even three or four years, let's just say, um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming Fred's taking that role and then Norm will be pushed up. And then Terrence Davis will kind of move into Norm's role. Um, Possibly, yeah. Do you see? Do you see Terrence making that big improvement to kind of pass Fred or or Powell, or do you kind of see him just kind of easing his way into the league and and not having that big spark that a yeah. one that like Fred had last season and 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 Norm is having this season. I I can't say I see it yet. I do see sparks of you know excellence from this kid. He's, he's got highlight plays. I think he has some good NBA basketball, like, you know, NBA-ready skills. Yeah. His, his speed, his, a little bit of his strength. I think his size is nice for a guard. I think he can do a little bit of everything. His shooting's good. His confidence is up there. I think he has all those stuff set up for him, but I, I'm, I don't know if I've seen enough consistency yet to prove that. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Norm has done a good job stepping up this year and improving his play. Uh, obviously, OG as well. Lowry's obviously a proven player and even Van Vliet last year basically did the proving enough for him. So I think, you know, when Lowry's gone and we shift that lineup to maybe Fred and Norm, I think TD can be a great six man. And as long as he continues his play for all, you know, if this kid was on another team, like let's say a young team, like, you know, like an Orlando magic or something like that, or even a Sacramento, like obviously they have Fox and stuff, but I'm saying, you know, if he was on a younger team like that, where they emphasize their young players and letting them grow, you could probably see huge performances from this kid every once in a while, and I wouldn't be shocked. I think he has the skill set to do so. It's just whether or not he can be consistent enough to continuously improve his game. And I think that I'd like to see it from him. I think if we keep him long-term and he develops with our team and you know we give him some more minutes as he improves his game, I think we can see a nice spark from this kid and he can be a nice six-man for this team. Okay. Um, now the question here is with, obviously, with TD. I'm thinking that when when the Raptors their upcoming games, um, versing I guess I guess not as as heavy contenders of, for the title with versing the Lakers and the Heat in their first two games, um, do you think Orlando? You, yeah, do you think TD will get a bit more minutes? Because I know I know Nurse when it's a tight game, he always wants to have his best lineup in there. Yeah, and has makes obviously makes the Raptors have the best chance of winning. So. I don't know. Do you think Davis will have that those extra minutes in the in the Orlando game? Or yeah, so this obviously will be coming out after this game is done. But our, this is our pre prediction. Yeah. I'm obviously assuming yes because Orlando is you know lower place team seating wise. I think that it should be an a, you know an easy closeout game for us. We sh- if we perform our best, we should you know have a, a if a, you know a decent win if not a blowout win. So let's hope that the Raptors don't play up to par and get there. But if we do have that lead, I, we can obviously expect, expect that like at some point, five minutes left in the fourth, six minutes left in the fourth, TD would be closing out the game at the guard position. Okay. So I think that he will get 
a lot more minutes that game, obviously compared to only four minutes tonight because it was a close battle game. Um, you know, Nick Nurse might still be if if he's not playing good, he might not give him you know all the time in the world. But I think obviously he's definitely gonna get more than he did uh, today, and yeah. I'm hoping he does perform in his time because Orlando Magic is not you know not the best team. So I think yeah. that it's a time for TD to show that he's still up to par with the everyone's play coming back to the season, and we want to see more from him. Obviously, um, he could have minutes in the playoffs, and the past two games were obviously big teams and. Nick Nurse wants to start shaping the starters to playing a lot more minutes so that they're ready for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But obviously, we want to see you know the younger uh, players also develop and get some chance to play in the bubble and you know develop yeah. their game. Yeah, I want to see a bit more of also Chris Boucher. Um, yeah, in, uh, in in minutes, obviously he hasn't played tonight, and uh, yeah, I wanted to, and he played a little bit in the first game, but I'll, I want to see uh, more of him. And speaking about the Orlando Magic, uh, they're they're on a five game winning streak. And I think they're honestly play, playing the best basketball I've ever seen them play right now. It's, um, it's disappointing, though, that Jonathan Isaac tore his ACL. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's, that's a loss. hit to them. And, but I uh, guess we'll see what happens. Yeah. And uh, as of right now, uh, we're reversing them again in the playoffs in the, in the seventh seed. So I don't know. As it sits. It's a bit early to talk about it. But, but uh, if we do end up facing them again, I think it will be uh, – a much, I guess, I think closer series, but obviously we have we have Last more experience, year. and I think we will pull through. Yeah, I guess we'll we can leave that up to when it happens. All right, so I think that pretty much wraps it up for Terrence Davis. This was a little insight to his origin story. Um, obviously, unique in its own way. Norm had a little bit more of a college career, and a, uh, there's more on him as a player. He's been with us longer. Matt Thomas had his own story about his father and his past. And we got some of these, some of this info from open gym episodes, but Terrence Davis, a little less info on him, but his unique thing is his being a father that early. So, you know, everyone on our team has a little bit of a story and we didn't mention it too much, but once again, an undrafted player on our team that we've seen some great play from, and hopefully one day he can prove to be as good as the other undrafted players on our team slash players that got drafted in the second round. So that's the tends to be the story for our team. And hopefully he proves to be another one of those um, great pickups. For sure. I, I truly believe in that. I hope Terrence Davis has the best of his career with obviously I hope with us, but even if he moves out, I feel like he's a great player, good attitude, um, a learning sponge. And, uh, and I, I hope he has a great career. Yep. Okay. So that's, that's pretty much it. We hope you all enjoy. Please like, and subscribe. We're available on YouTube, Spotify, uh, Google podcasts, Apple podcasts, and obviously Instagram. We do post NBA content, we got box scores up. We have NBA news, all that stuff. And obviously Raptors for the Raptors fans out there. We got some love. So yeah, thank you all for listening. And that's us signing out. Peace. Peace.